So, Merry Christmas. We made it. Yay. I have to say, just between you and me, that I sometimes have a problem with the people who get all up in arms about the secularization and commercialization of Christmas and the alleged war on Christmas. You know the ones I'm talking about. The people who get all worked up over X-Mass, despite the fact that it's been used for centuries, because the Greek letter chi is the initial for Christ and looks like an X. Or the people who want to pick a fight over the color of their Starbucks cups, or who object to people saying Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Or the ones who think they're being radical and countercultural with campaigns that say, Keep Christ in Christmas. And the problem that I have with these things isn't that they go too far, but that they don't go far enough. Keeping Christ in Christmas is a fine idea as far as it goes, but it just doesn't say enough. What about Christ are we keeping in Christmas? The fact of his birth? That's not enough. I want to keep his compassion and his sacrifice in Christmas. I want all of us to keep in Christmas the humility of his birth and the willingness of everyone around him, his parents, the shepherds, the angels, wise men and all, to seek God's will in the extraordinary circumstances of his incarnation. And that is the central message of Christmas after all. It's all about the incarnation. God choosing to become human like us, redirecting the course of human history by his birth, his teaching, and eventually by his death and resurrection. Peace on earth is the hoped for, but not quite realized byproduct of his coming. Joy to the world is the consequence several steps down the line of a way in a manger. Christ became human to mend the rift between God and humanity caused by sin. Christmas is the feast of the incarnation. And every time that starts to sound overly theological or disconnected from people's real lives, I spend a few moments looking behind the Holy Family in the nativity scene, and I focus on the shepherds. They, together with the angels, are the real stars of tonight's gospel reading. And they are the ones who make the incarnation real and important and connected to people's real lives and real struggles. Shepherds have to work 24 hours a day guarding the sheep, probably sheep that belong to someone else. At night, they keep watch for predators. A shepherd's life is simple, dirty, smelly, and hard. Although their work provided the lambs for the sacrifice in the temple in Jerusalem, it's unlikely that they'd be allowed in for worship. How strange is it then that when it came time to announce the incarnation, to proclaim to the world that the cosmic balance between good and evil has just shifted forever, and God himself has become human. How strange it is that God sent his angels 
not to the temple, not to the priests, and not to the king, but to the shepherds. Wonder counselor, God hero, father forever, prince of peace, has been born and is waiting for you, not in a palace or in a temple, but in a barn, and he's sleeping in an animal's food trough. It's no wonder the shepherds were afraid. They probably thought they'd lost their minds. But this is how Christ came to us, and this is how our salvation was accomplished. And this is why, generally speaking, Christmas is the feast day that we love the most, because it's a foretaste of God's kingdom. It's a peek in the door of heaven, where there will be peace, where injustice is overturned, and mercy becomes the new law of the land. Christmas is when we are the most generous, the most gracious, and the most reconciling. It's when all the world is decorated with lights that banish darkness, and we indulge in the richest bad-for-us foods. It's all a peek in the door of heaven when the shepherds are the first to know the good news, because in his kingdom, they will inherit the earth. Limited, sinful creatures that we are, it's too hard for us to keep Christmas all year. Still, this is the time to celebrate and to strive for the ideals that are the best of who God calls us to be. By Monday, or maybe sometime next week, maybe January, we'll be back to tending the flocks and mucking out the barns. But we'll return to that everyday life with the knowledge that Jesus Christ has become one of us, and we are his sisters and brothers, and we have had a brief glimpse of his kingdom.